0: Hey, you. Yes, you. What you are about to witness may strike your funny bone. It may piss you off, or you may learn something. Regardless, you'll be entertained. These four guys have been longtime friends, work together every day, are way too comfortable with each other, and will discuss every topic imaginable. No topic is off limits. Seriously, these guys will talk about anything and everything. Welcome to the Culture Defined Podcast.
1: a special thank you to our sponsor for today's podcast that would be aviator brewing company right down street in fuquay verena north carolina right now since we're in phase 2.5 the brewery itself is closed they'll reopen in phase three but if you want to check out how the beer making process actually happens it's definitely magic go check them out until then Go down to either the pizzeria or to their smokehouse. The food is incredible. All their beers are on tap. I think they said that they uh, serve those around 47 degrees, so nice cold tapped beer. My personal favorite is Devil's Trampling Ground. Sweet, really high alcohol content. Uh, We've been given a couple beers to sample throughout today's podcast, so we'll be trying those out and giving uh, our feedback and recommendations on those too. Again, a special thank you for today's sponsor. Aviator Brewing Company in Fuquay Verena. Welcome to today's podcast, Culture Defined, Episode 2. It's still Season 1 of our new uh, nationally syndicated deal. Well, we're still working through some technical things with uh, mics and software. It's kind of new to us uh, on this format, streaming across the world. Um, we lost the first part of uh, this episode, but we're jumping right into the second part, which you can catch right up. We have uh, a special guest um, host with us today. It's Mark, uh, the brew boss from Aviator Brewing Company out in Fuquay, Verena. And as usual, we've got uh, Big Panda, we've got Zach, uh, Brand Daddy, and this is Brian, uh, the normal four characters on this show. Uh, We always try to bring in some new fresh meat, uh, and today would be uh, Fresh Meat Mark. So let's get to it putting it on on such a level I can't even get with that but
2: look like, I agree and I disagree right so uh, yeah while I think what I think it does is is it erases the ability to have a constructive conversation debate whatever you want to call it with empathy and compassion right because everything is so fucking emotionally driven and instant right right so like think about shit you say when you're angry. It's usually not really how you feel. It's meant to piss or hurt somebody off, like hurt somebody, right? Like to get a reaction. To get a reaction, right? And I think that's what people do on social media. So right. like, you know, while you may think that, you know, Joe Blow is a racist or hates the police, they may not really think that in a, le- in a, in a conversation that is, you know, constructive and with, other perspectives right like because what this does is it feeds your emotion it feeds your illogical perspectives because you're being validated fucking constantly so if you're validated you're like okay this is fine for me to think this way or be this way because you're only hearing perspectives that either you that either agree with you Or that completely fucking oppose you. There's no fucking nuance. There's no gray. You get two choices. You get two choices. You get either you love it or you fucking hate it. There's no like, you know, I I was watching this thing the other day. It was, I can't remember what city. I don't want to, you know, misspeak. But it was a a very, very vocal local activist. And he was very anti-police. Very anti-police. And he had a huge following protests with thousands of people. So the local police department reached out and says, hey, we would love to bring you in for our training on, you know, I, I, don't, I can't remember what the training was called, but it's basically in like a active shooter situation or, you know, just basically pulling somebody over and what can go wrong and, you know, what a split second decision looks like. And they took this guy through, like, a three-day training, put him through all these fucking scenarios, and he came out at the end of it, and this guy was so anti fucking police. came out at the end of it and was like, I had no idea this is what it felt like. I had no idea that this, and and remember, he knows this is fake, and he's still making the wrong decision or a split-second decision that in his eyes would have been deemed inappropriate or racist or... Yeah. Extra or whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? Because he didn't have that perspective before, and behind him he had thousands of fucking people telling him it was fucking right, right? So I don't think it's that people truly believe this. I think it's that they're being told it's okay to believe this, and then there's no arena or platform to have a real fucking discussion for them to get real perspective. No, it's
1: all about inclusion. You know, I've got some, I've got, like you said, a thousand people behind me that agree with me, so I must be right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's and, the
3: pressure thing, too. Like, I feel like social pressure, you know, it's just like when you're growing up, like the, the whole, you know, friendship dictation of pressure and you know, having to make a choice. And I feel like now that's even, you know, amplified where you, you have to make a decision because that is where social media lies. You need to pick a side. Don't don't straggle in the middle. You need to be far left or far right in a situation. And now people are picking a side. You know, uh, and that goes really along with what you're talking about. You know, now without having a true picture of like what really goes on here, because they they're forced. You know, and I feel like social media forces you in to having you know making a decision which might not be the right call.
2: Well, think think about the percentage of communication that has (laughs) nothing to do with fucking words. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you get that on social media? You don't. You don't. You get no tone. You get no body language, right? So all it is is a blanket statement. Well, it's right? like text, that text is messages, even from black your spouse. White. Oh, yeah. You know, how many times has your <laughs> wife texted you and you're yeah. like, I'm like, damn, what, what did I do? Yeah, what did I do? <laughs>
1: and it wasn't meant for that at all. I mean, you've seen our office here. It's not yeah. huge, but it's big enough to where we yeah. can each have an office if we wanted to. But we don't. We sit right there next to each other it's because every day we feed off each other. We don't agree with each other 100% of the time, but that's great because we're not afraid to be able to talk and discuss it. Doesn't mean at the end of the day that we don't still disagree, but I'll respect you, and I'll agree
0: to disagree. Yeah, exactly.
1: People don't do that anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, they do in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I mean, why? I see it a lot. I think on social you're media, do it. Yeah. Right. right? You're right. not going to act yeah. like a
2: fucking asshole to somebody's face that's uh, twice your
0: size. I mean, I do Ooh. see that a lot. Oh, I'm sure. But, yeah, but. but I think people are friendly enough that they do find common ground, yeah. you know. I mean, Most people avoid confrontation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In person. Yeah. You know, and you know that's why Facebook and all these things have great features where you can just block them and they are now deleted yeah. from your life. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, they were I mean, wrong
2: and now I don't have to hear them anymore.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: but it's got to be hard in your industry because obviously you see people from both sides. You have your own opinions. Which yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, it probably don't matter too much in your environment because you have to cater to your your customer. But it's got to be hard for you as a business owner to hear some of the things that are said on either the left or the right, especially if you don't
0: agree. You still have to cater to it. I mean, you know, honestly, man, it's like water rolling off my back. I mean, I've had customers screaming at me in person, so angry, they're like spitting on me. And I'm like, I'm not even listening. I'm just like, I don't get angry. I'm like, uh-huh, okay, yep, all right. Hey, can I buy you a beer? And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I, I don't get mad. <laughs> you, know? I mean, you. Well, I think, I mean, you, know, uh, I, you have to be like that. Yeah,
2: you know? but I mean, I think also, like, just from a, you know, like a personal perspective, when you when you stay in that headspace, I mean, that requires a high level of emotional intelligence, right? Because, like, there's a lot that could be going on, right? Like, most likely what that person's really mad about has nothing to do with you, their experience with you and your restaurant and bar, you know, they're just fucking angry. There's something else like that. In my experience, that's usually what those things are, right? That was an opportunity for them to release, you know, and when you, I think can, you know, swallow your own pride and, you know, have this underlying, you know, empathetic approach, like you walk away better from it. And they probably walk away better from it versus yeah. just engaging and being mad because they're being mad, you know?
0: I mean, I find some of the best customers are guys that are, are that angry because emotionally, they're just very charged up. Yeah. And so if they're that much angry against me, maybe I can talk with them, drink a beer with them, they become that much of a supporter for me. And that's happened a lot. A hundred percent. Yeah, and I 100%. said, hey, man, you know, listen to me for a little bit. You know, here's, here's, what, here's my perspective. Oh, shit, I... I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't realize you guys went through all that work to do that or this. Or that is the way way it's supposed to taste. Yeah, man. I mean, hey, let me buy a beer and drink some beer with you. Hey, man, you guys are all right. Yeah, man, we're just people, right? We're not evil. We don't hate anyone. We Love everyone. (laughs) You know, but once people learn to talk and and know us as people, right, like on Facebook, there's this cool thing, man, a messenger. You can actually call the person. And I do. Yeah, People send nasty, <laughs> nasty messages, man. And I will get on messenger and say, hey. They're like, hey, who is this? And I was like, can I talk to you? Sometimes they hang up. Sometimes they don't. And they're surprised. And I'll say, man, let's just talk. I said, you don't need to be so angry. I know that situation angered you. I'm not mad. Why don't you just come back and, and you know eat with us or drink a beer with us or something. We're just people, man. And that's and a hell of an approach. Yeah. Really. yeah. yeah. I, yeah. That's
2: awesome, man. You know, I commend you on that.
0: Man, you should read some of the things people say. <laughs> it is.
2: Trust me. We yeah. we get it. So, yeah, like, yeah. you know, Gene Pro's been around for a while now, and, you know, it hasn't always been as big as it is now. I mean, you know, we get a lot of attention. We get a lot of good feedback. And then, you know, obviously with attention, you get bad feedback, too. And yeah. You got to have thick skin. We spent the first three years not having thick skin. No, and every comment, everything oh. negative, man. Just, it was breaking us down, Yeah, you know? And then we just started taking the approach of like, Hey, you, you have misinformation. You just don't understand, yeah. right? Like not saying that to them, but having that understanding that like you just don't know and that's yeah. okay. So let's yeah. talk, you know, yeah, and exactly. like, you know, I still reply to Facebook comments every day. Yeah. So do Zach, I. You Zach's know. the president
1: yeah. of the company, and he handles all things GenePro. So anything that comes through social media, he answers personally. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like
2: most people don't know that because it's you know coming from the company, but it's it gives me an opportunity to, you know, I I see problems coming, mm-hmm. you know, I uh, we're able to pivot if we need to. I have such a feel on the market that you can never get from numbers.
0: No, you've you got to talk to people. Got to talk to them. Yep.
2: You know? So now you know
4: when you uh, have a problem with Gene Pro, it's Zach answering you. So hey. everyone, everyone out
2: there, it's. Yeah, but there's no <laughs> problems
1: with Gene Pro. It's just the misinformation that the people have.
2: Right, 100%. And, that, you know, and, and that's what it is. It's like, you know, people work hard for their money. When they spend money and they're not happy, they're yeah. angry. Right, yeah. so it's it's like, hey, you know, I, you approach it with empathy, and you just try and solve their problem. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's.
0: I mean, sometimes people are listening. Sometimes they're not. Yeah, and, and you, you can't, you're understand. not going to win every yeah. battle yeah. for sure. You know?
2: you know, and I've had people where I've you know I've I've had to say after, you know, seventeen emails or yeah. or messages back and forth where hey, I, can, I totally understand your perspective and it doesn't sound like we're gonna reach common ground here. I'm happy to refund your order and it doesn't say, seem like we're gonna be a good fit and that's okay, you know, wish well, you the best. I,
1: yeah. I don't think people are used to any more um, actual customer service. Because yeah. most companies don't take that approach. You know, most companies now are global because of Amazon and other ways of selling that they're like, ah, oh, it's just one person, screw you. I'll pick up three other people by placing an ad on Facebook.
0: Man, you can never put a value on that one customer. I it's tell you, the pe- I don't think a lot of people understand that. Every single customer is extremely valuable.
1: It's a lot less expensive yeah. to keep a customer
0: than it is to gain a new one. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're doing this. I make beer for people, man. You know, I make beer for people to drink. It matters to me that someone spends that eight ninety nine or nine ninety nine on a six-pack. I want every six of those beers to be awesome. And if they're not, I'll give the guy a case of beer. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. and I I do that all the time. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be getting a lot of weird customer service <laughs> Who's requests. Who's this Richie Rogers guy <laughs> yeah. again? But, you know, they also have the to come out and drink with me. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Strolling
4: course. down the street with a basket with an upside-down pineapple. <laughs> <going down>. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah,
2: no, man, I think, you know, you're nailing it, right? It's just, it's got to fucking talk to people. Like, yeah, I know, but that's what...
0: People don't do these days, you know. They, they want to live in the they moment la- anymore. A lot of people just wanna lash out, right? On yeah. social media they're angry, something happened, they're not happy with it, they lash out and then they get their response they're not expecting. It's like, hey man, you know, like what happened? You know, hey, we're sorry. What happened? Right? And they're like, Oh shit, someone's actually talking to me.
2: Well then you know what yeah. happens. They gotta work through how fucking insignificant like their problem actually was. Yeah. Right. Like that's what I've seen, right? Where if you have somebody explain explicitly, hey, i get it you're not happy, talk to me, tell me what happened. What's the problem? When they have to actually rethink that in a more calm state and explain it to you so you can understand, it's a completely different complaint yeah. almost, right? Like it's yeah. a completely different thing, right? Like it's and like I I don't want to say it's backtracking because it's really the same problem. It's just with less emotion invoked into it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's like they comp- they're like, oh, shit, I really overreacted. Yeah. You know, like, I don't, that's what I've seen a lot.
1: Well, I think <clears throat> it goes back to this whole pandemic thing. People have so much more time on their
4: hands. That's true. So, yeah. if they don't There's like
1: something, they've got time to complain about
4: it. Yeah. There's that, too. What's so, everybody looking at me? Because you've
2: you said, like, five words the whole that's time.
4: That's because you guys, not so, like, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, let me get a word in. <laughs> All right. Let me get a, a word in. Tell a, I, a story, Richie. I don't got nothing right now. Tell a know? story. Oh, nothing. Of course. I was just thinking. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry for Tasty Cakes. Yeah, uh, That we're
2: not. <laughs> uh, anyway. You got a story? Or we're just going to sit here awkwardly. Uh, like.
4: What? Fuck off. <laughs> go get the BB gun, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> go get
0: the
3: BB Bring it gun. Out. <laughs> yeah, well, Mark said
4: he'll hold the next can. I have Mike's, <laughs> in f- Mike's actually has sights on it. Oh, and a red <laughs> dot sight, too. Mike's oh, what?
2: Sophisticated. BB gun. Is that what that is? Yeah. Pellet. Oh, yeah, oh. he brought, like, a crazy pellet gun in. Go grab it.
4: I was just thinking how much nice you guys are. I hate doing customer service. I'm the guy that gets... You just don't call. like people. I get, I get pissed off when I get an email because someone's order is wrong. <laughs> like, uh, You're like, why is your order wrong, you idiot? <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not my fault you can't fucking read. Like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> God damn. To today, Junior. Shit. So no story.
0: Damn Marines. Yeah, I, mean, I was looking. <laughs> look at how worked up
4: he is. <laughs>
0: Getting heated oh, over man. here. Man, <laughs> baney So mad right now for need, no reason. We you need, need more beer, it. man. I you know.
1: This he needs
4: this a, he needs a to... nipple for that one. That's only his second one. I know, but this is a bigger one. It's actually really good too.
0: Oh yeah, the beast. October beast, man. I wanted the pumpkin one. Yeah. 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 The pumpkin? Did you have did I give you pumpkin? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Was, oh that's
4: Rob stupid. put it in the back of the fridge. I can't. Oh, go it. grab it, dude. I, I want to try pumpkin. I got a I little try
1: arms. Listen. Go ahead, T Rex.
2: If you're not gonna tell a fucking story, go grab some beer.
1: And while you're gone, I'm gonna tell a toast cake story. Don't like We can't. You
2: can't.
4: I know, yeah. but I love threatening it. Just go grab the pumpkin beer, dude. I got stories on all you bitches. Alright? <laughs> <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up.
1: Hey, get a band aid for that paper cut, okay?
2: He's so easy to get worked up. It's hilarious. It's like, dude, I'm not right even kidding now. you. The whole day, I was like, I was like reading off symptoms of, you know, him being on the spectrum, and he was fucking so <laughs> mad by the end of the day because he was convinced, like internally, he was like, "Oh fuck, oh no. fuck." You want to get an something appointment? Horrible. I to make an
1: appointment. <laughs> so his his mom passed away not too long ago, which was horrible, very yeah. unexpected. And he he told me he needed some time off to go up to New Jersey, get things in order. And the whole time I'm screwing with, I'm like, dude, you told me you needed two days. It's four days. If you don't get back here tomorrow, you're fired. And he thought for sure I was really being for real with him. And the whole time they're like, Brian, you can't do that to him. You can well, Like he's gonna think you're serious. Yeah. So I finally said, Richie, I'm real, just messing with you. He felt
2: so. I made him feel so bad about it. I was like, bro, you can't. Richie ain't <laughs> like that, bro. Like he's not gonna read into that. He's gonna <laughs> be like, oh fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> talking about when you were in New Jersey. And he was like, why aren't you back yet? You told take me you only needed two Take day. yeah, an extra like, days off.
4: Well, all right, guys. My mom just died. So uh, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, like, because I, I barely ever take off. I, I just like, like work, and I can't be home. I have two kids. <laughs>
2: <laughs> why did you bring literally every beer? Because I'm tired of moving. <laughs> like, Moving is good for uh, for body fat. It's good for you.
4: (laughs) Remember that mat that uh, Brian just spent a bunch of money on that you two fucks over there have yet to put your feet on? Oh, we're going to. No, Um, let's
2: do it today. You're supposed
3: to be wearing those those American flag shorts. Listen. Those
4: are going down today. Yeah, that will go down today. Today. But also, I'm not the one that wanted boxing gloves and mats and shit. That was all y'all.
0: Oh, and I'm just world star, all right?
4: So when someone don't you worry. knocks himself out, I'm going to be there to videotape it. You're supposed to be boxing Zach. No, that was never. He doesn't <laughs> want to. No, because I don't want Zach to cry. <laughs> this was supposed to go down already. And there's, there, we have prior Wait, what, what are you waiting for?
2: Okay, first of all, we both understand that if we wrestled, you have a chance. Yeah, we, we even boxed, said wrestling. You're going to fucking die. We even <laughs> said wrestling. We first said off. no punching that Zach said that he would wrestle you. I even said, like, that's Just your best opportunity Listen, to win.
4: I don't care if we box. I'll take an L as long as I knock one of those $10,000 teeth out of your mouth. <laughs>
2: Ain't going to happen, boy. <laughs> so if the whole beer thing doesn't there, work out, do you want to come over there, here and there, start there, working? There, man. <laughs> there, sure, man. They're insured, dude. I'm good, man. Let's get pop a new one in. Oh, my yeah, which God. That's you what have, we should lower do. Lower one done six times.
4: How dope would that be at this beer disneyland there's like a rough and rowdy oh you should have you we seen rough and it. rowdy no
2: all right so barstool sports started like their own like shitty little boxing league but they did it in that's epic cool. yeah they yeah. did it in like epic barstool sports fashion nice. where it's just like any idiot that wants to come in and fucking box they let them do it that's awesome it's <laughs> sick dude. we should do that We <laughs> you should definitely do that
4: yeah. zach hey. will be on your first card first, first card i'll yeah. do it
0: we'll set up a ring Let's do it! Yeah. Oh,
4: yeah. oh yeah! Listen, I am like Don King. That'll I'll get That would awesome. <laughs> be great entertainment, man. We, we, we can do no, it every against time each other. I've ever seen those, yeah. those are amazing. Yeah. I
3: laugh so hard. People are really
0: that. Do you, really you wear a big that. suit or do you just you put the no, gloves on? No, literally they're literally just, just. box. They got sixteen ounce gloves. Really? Really? They, they, they wear headgears. headgear. Yeah, yeah. They have headgear. Yeah, you know. But it's like these
4: dudes that never boxed in their life, so they're throwing haymakers from hell. The heaviest boxing gloves Yeah, and then sometimes you
2: get like you know these like. Bodybuilders that are yeah. like two twenty five percent body fat, and they think because they're big they can fight, and they're just like gassed in like thirty <laughs> yeah, yeah. seconds, yeah, and, they're yeah. they're and they're like, like
0: ah.
2: Ah. "I'm like, let's go, dude." Oh, that's
0: awesome. That sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. that's I, entertainment, man. We got to oh, bring yeah. that there. That's yeah. gotta happen. Oh, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about it on
4: a podcast, World Star Hip Hop. We're so we're set,
2: <laughs> bro. I'll fucking, I'll do. I'll Joe Rogan the whole thing. It's my last one. That was the last one. <laughs> I'll Joe Rogan the whole fight if I'm not fighting. I'll amp it up. No, yeah, we talk about Joe God. Rogan.
1: I want to see him commentate the debate between Biden and
0: Trump.
2: Sleepy Joe ain't going to do it, man. Yep. Sleepy Joe's just bro. There's no way you his Follow camp... Joe Rogan, Mark. You follow him?
0: Nah, no, I don't. I just oh, mainly yeah. just drink beer. Yeah. <laughs>
3: just living
2: the life. Yeah. Love some Joe Rogan. He's good. He's really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's there. no way Joe Biden's camp is going to let him go on a one-on-one debate with donald trump while joe rogan's
1: yeah you know what's going to happen is if they end up doing a debate i think biden's going to end up having covid that's what everybody says yep not going to be able to do it
3: that's what they everybody said the same let kamala
4: or kamala or whatever the hell her name is step up i'll let her get shredded too kamala whatever I mean, don't be ignorant if you're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. 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 Suck a dick to the top. That's what you're doing. you you <laughs> just, just say that? Yeah, you did. What, what?
2: are you doing? Yep. 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 You're going to severely limit the audience <laughs> that's going to listen to this. I will severely
1: limit the audience by saying this. And this is like three beers in, so
2: well, the Democratic Party. if you're drinking that same, well, careful, but if you're drinking the same beer the whole time, you're technically like, what? No, like just, nine beers in? <laughs> no, 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 This one's the, the pumpkin one.
0: Hey, he drank the nightmare. I did. Yeah, yeah he did. Did you have one a, of those? It was really good, yeah.
2: Too. You yeah. just had one?
1: So
0: you good.
2: had three. You had three.
4: Another way one, way to make four. A new, so is there a way, way
2: to make a
1: nootropic
2: beer?
4: You had those? Ooh, Dude, yes. you were like seven beers. That one's like two beers. Well, I threw the other ones out. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: I got to go to the Christian school my kids are in and go pick them up in a little bit.
4: In a monster truck. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah,
2: you'll be there before this is, you know, out to the public. Be good. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I mean, seriously, you look at that, the uh, Democratic Party and the debates that they had, and you look at what Kamala or Kamala or what was it, Zach, Chlamidia, Chlamidia, talk. okay, um, <laughs> said about Biden about him being racist and blah, blah blah blah, and all of a sudden she's now his running mate, right? If I'm a Democrat and I'm African American. I would feel insulted because they picked her simply because she's a female African-American but not the best representative as a politician.
4: But she also claims to be Native, Native American.
1: American. I think she denounced, yeah, and she said she was Native
4: American. Yep. At so, the, that was at the Democratic Convention. Yeah.
3: It's so all public. You can go and
1: look and research this. Yeah, I, this is all out there already. And for the record, I'm... Hey, I have an idea. Think,
2: let's, get the, let's get rid of the two-party system. That's what I think we should do. Yeah, I agree with that. They're all I, fucking idiots. You know,
1: when Trump started running for office, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Yeah. Then he was running it against Hillary, so I'm like, okay, not so crazy. <laughs> but I think he's a pompous butthead that's very selfish. Say, I don't think I did. He did. I'm trying to stay PG. I don't think he gives his team credit. For anything. It's all, I did this, I did this. I can't stand that at all. know, yeah. It doesn't matter how successful you are as a person. You're only as successful as the people around you. Yeah. So he doesn't give credit to the people that he needs to credit to. But when you look at who he's running against, for me, there's no other option. And you bring in Biden into this organization and you have him take over this position with the economic slump that we're in now, I mean, think about it when you actually work for other people and you come into a new job, how long it takes you to have this upswing to be productive, right? Could you imagine trying to replace everybody with your people, get up to date with everything that's going on, and then start trying to implement change? It's going to be years before we see anything.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm just strictly looking from a business perspective. You know, I think Trump come in and I mean unemployment rates were at its lowest you know prior to this year I mean he's done a lot of really good work you know from the things that I can't see were checked off you know and actually looked at those things in research like wow I mean he really did do some of the things he's really set out to do which is important you know especially as a president in the country you know you'll just come in and just pretend to want to do these things and never get to them you know he really did do a lot and I feel like you know Biden or not I'd still as much as Trump is kind of a loose cannon in that way, uh, is very qualified to take this country and put it back on the map again you know, where we were prior to this year. You know, he's, done a, he's really done a really great job of doing that.
1: What I think he's done a good job of is putting people in positions to make himself look good. Yeah. And he takes the no-hold-barred stand of, I'm going to get this done. I don't care what you think, I'm going to get it done. And no other president has really done that except yeah. for Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan took the, the reins. And Reaganomics. Yeah, but, you know, what the difference is between that administration and this administration is that Reagan respected the Democratic Party and what they brought to the table. They worked together as a team, right. right? There was respect there. There's no respect between the Republicans and Democrats anymore. It's us versus them. And you look at the last, you know, three and a half years, the Democratic Party has not done anything positive for the United States they have tried to denounce Trump. They've tried to get him out of office. They've tried to do this. They've expended their efforts on the wrong areas. Right. Not improving the country, but trying to get rid of a president. Yeah. And wasted I just can't resources. get behind them. It's
3: just wasted resources. You know, a lot of that stuff could have went back to the American people and, you know, now they're fighting in the justice system and going back and forth and, you know, all these things. I just, let's stay focused and get in this country right, you know, and that's really where I think the government part has fell, you know, way off the map for me, you know, you get very divided, Uh, maybe rightfully so in their minds, but, you know, as an individual who (laughs) just trying to get through uh, and and really, you know, who has gone out and being a military person and protected this country and done the things that, you know, I've been able to do, uh, I just want to continue that path, you know, of trying to get my own success and make my own way and you know, just watching what's going on, is it's disheartening. You know, I want to see more unity. I want to see, you know, the people of the country to come back around. You know, I think, I hate to say that, but some of the stuff maybe was necessary to start a conversation. You know, I think police departments don't need to be defunded as much as they need to be restructured or, you know, maybe a training program that needs to come in and be implemented I think you know they've pulled back the rug a little bit on some things that they were doing, that needs to get tightened up. You know, I think their unions have a lot of play in what happens at police
2: departments, especially with cops. You but know. nobody wants to fucking talk, right? Like they it's, are now. No, they are they're now, still though. not defund the police. That's not a fucking conversation. Well, not everybody for them, can agree but that there needs to for be for a certain unions law. and the police departments. Those, they
3: are now talking. You know, even the state governments are now looking at those and the ones that are are actually being participative you know are looking at okay Now, how can we make it better you know where where was the downfall how can we make it better what kind of training what kind of restructuring can we do instead of defunding and you can see the states that have already defunded I mean to me that's just poor piss poor on their part as a as a state government in Minneapolis yeah fucking ruined
2: dude forever ruined well, I, th- I think It's going to be hard for them to ever come back.
1: Yeah. Right, this is going to be a hard pill for some people to swallow, but going back to me being a Christian, I think where a lot of things fell to crap was the fact that we removed God from everything. And I know that not everybody is a believer, but this country was founded on the principles of Christianity. So you look at our forefathers, and you look at the way the Constitution was built, you look at the Pledge of Allegiance that's been removed from schools, You can't talk about God at work. You can't talk about God at school. And those principles, whether you're a Christian or not, are great principles to live by. Yeah, I mean, I love your neighbor,
2: right? Yeah, I mean, you know, to speak factual, most of our forefathers were agnostic, right? They didn't believe in God. But I think what they saw was a moral code, Mm -hmm. something that people could follow, something that people could live by, a playbook in essence, right? Which, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot, right? Where I am not religious, but I don't fucking know. Who the fuck knows, you know? But I know that I want to be a good human, right? I know that I want my future kids to be good humans. I know that I want to treat people with respect, you know? Like, these are the things I know. And to me, you know, Christianity, God, whatever the fuck... It is, like, whatever, right? It, it was a moral code. It was a way forward and an understanding at a basic level of how you should treat another human being, right? Instead of, like, hey, let's remove all that and everybody do what the fuck they want to do. Right. Well, you I mean, know what I mean? If like, you look at right. comparative religions... And this is somebody who's not religious by any right. means saying that, well, you I know? Mean, you
1: look at the... Muslim religion you look at um, Judaism you look at Buddhism you look at Christianity all have the same prevalence of loving each other like you're a brother or sister it doesn't matter right yeah God's God doesn't matter if it's Buddha or, or if it's you know whatever whatever if we lived by that on a day-to day basis things would be different and I think that's what the premise of how we established this country was whether you want to be a Christian or not is to love one of you another,
2: respect each other
1: protect each other and we don't have that
2: anymore. it's one overarching thing to me it's empathy right. well and that's it what like i we see we live and die by it you know like right. as a as a as a tribe as a group whatever you want to call it if you approach everything with an inherent lack of empathy things are never going to end up going your way no. you're never going to foster good relationships Like empathy is the hardest thing to do. It's the hardest thing to do because you have to put your pride aside. You have to be, you have to be, you know, humble. Like whatever, empathy is the absolute hardest thing, and a strong show of empathy is a strong show of character.
1: No, I agree. At a very basic level. But what's what's hard for me is that I've got friends of all backgrounds. I grew up playing sports, so I didn't have any black friends. I didn't have any um, Hispanic friends. I didn't have any Asian friends. I just had friends. But what gets me is, like, when you have Black Lives Matter, yeah, of course Black Lives Matter, but the movement is not a movement. It is separating further African Americans from everybody else, just like gay pride. You have that community They're separating themselves from everybody else when really, at the end of the day, they just want to be inclusive. They want to be accepted. They want to be normal. They want to be part of just everybody's lives. We need to stop separating into these groups and just being one unit. And you've got to remember, the politicians are hired by us. We vote them in office. We've got the power to not put them there. People forget that
3: participate more that's what i think pay a little bit more attention and it's hard to complain when if you don't vote you know and you're you you really got to get involved a little bit you know and and pay attention a little bit to what's going on well our future is what we're dealing with
1: mark hit the nail on the head about being on the phones how many times have you been in the grocery store and people are like now most of the time i'm text messaging my wife making sure that my grocery list is right Uh, (laughs) do i need milk do i need you know but People are like this. They're missing what's going on around them. What if me, being in the store, I, you know, I'm vertically challenged. What if I can't reach the paper towels on the, on the top row? And you're 6'5", and you come in and just do a good deed. Grab the paper towels and put it in my cart. The only way that you gonna notice that is to keep your phone in your pocket. Yeah. What if for one time every single day for seven days, we do something nice for somebody else? No ice bucket challenges, so no buckets, no water, no ice needed. No thirty seconds of fame on Instagram. We just live as humans, helping one another out one time a day. Yep, paying it forward. Yeah. Yep.
0: Buy someone a beer.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which leads into buying two, <laughs> three. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: no, I think it's great. Yeah, it is. You know, it's it's funny because I do believe people come into your lives for different reasons. Rob, you came into our lives through Richie, which, I don't know how to explain that one, but I'm glad it happened.
2: Um, he kept fucking hounding me. He was like, "I got get me out of this fucking post office, dude. Help me <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, he used to be a postal worker. So Can you imagine then, this asshole being responsible for your fucking mail? First no. off, I was a
4: great postal worker because I didn't have to deal with shorts, nobody. Boy? I did. I hugged those babies up. Old ladies were like, come here, Mr. Postman.
2: <laughs> Here's
4: your sweet tea. Honest.
1: Here's your taste it cakes. It's it's <laughs> funny. We go yesterday to pick up some beer and you know, I just felt a connection with you, think you're a great you dude, a doing things the right way. Um, but I, I I think we just need to be humans. We just need to kinda of love each other where we are and people just forget that.
2: I won't preach it till the day I die, dude. It's yeah. all about empathy. Yeah. I, that's literally yeah. what life is about. I don't I don't know, like just from all the shitty things I've done, shitty things I've experienced the good things I've done, it's fucking empathy. That's literally the common denominator to a way forward. But nobody wants to fucking understand that. No, I'm scared to death with
1: my children, what I'm bringing them into. You look at what's going on around the world, you can only shelter them so
0: much. But
1: the world's kind of falling apart around
0: us. Yeah, your parents said the same thing. Yeah. yeah, every generation. <laughs> yeah. Like, my
1: parents were in the 70s, so they yeah. were probably mm. high when they said that. <laughs> hey, little fellow. Yeah. So we're going to wrap up the show. We're going to finish our beers. We'll probably
2: stay here and hang out a little bit longer.
4: Well, for the record, this beer is fucking good, dude. dude. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like, nice. we drank like. I'm
2: on my fifth different beer. Yeah, we yeah. And they're all delicious. Yes. Fun-tastic. You know what they taste like? Do what? You know what they taste like? Beer. More, 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 and more. yeah. <laughs> it tastes like more. I feel that. So, for
1: those of you out there that are local here to the Cary, Raleigh, Fuquay area, go visit Aviator. Definitely worth it. Uh, a lot of the stores in this area carry it,
4: purchase it, take it home, it's try he, it. Or he owns half of the city, <laughs> <laughs> the restaurants, and everything else. <laughs> Where can they find your restaurants? Like.
3: Give them a little uh, place where they can find you at. So there's
0: Fuquay Varina, we're in the we're in the downtown Verena side. Okay. on Broad Street.
3: And you have the tap house. Past room the railroad tracks. Yeah. The yeah. smokehouse.
0: So we have the aviator tap house, mm-hmm. aviator pizzeria and beer shop with a brand new open bar that's outside and it's elevated up ten uh, feet. So it's pretty great. cool. That is cool. Uh, huge outdoor space, a lot of outdoor patios. Um, so if you want to sit outside, not comfortable coming inside, we got you covered. And then we have the aviator smokehouse. So a traditional North Carolina barbecue with a little bit of twist to it. And we plenty of those. vegetarian options. Plenty of vegetarian <laughs> options. Eat yeah. the beans. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yep. Looks like we're going to have to do a tour. Uh, I think we're going to have to go eat some lunch over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> well, then we can go to Fuquay Gun and Gold, my favorite place.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Beer and guns. Doesn't yeah. get any better than that. Yep,
2: yeah, sir. We'll oh, probably tra- have to go to the gun shop first. <laughs> Man, there's always a line out there now because of this whole
1: social distancing thing. Yeah, true.
2: Anyway, hey, man, I want to personally thank you for coming in. Um, it was awesome to hear about your story. Yeah, cheers, man. Thanks for having me. How you guys me. are growing. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just it's always cool to talk to fellow business owners and yeah. see how they're working. And well, it's good to hear things. about people that are able to
1: navigate through this time yeah. and uh, figure out a path that's going to keep them in business. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We have great customers, man. I mean. You built a, a fucking plane plans. in your
4: garage, bro. Like- yeah, should come flying. <laughs> That's all Richie can focus on. And the fucking pineapple upside down in <laughs> the shopping cart.
3: Mine's blown
2: right now. I'm about to give
4: you my email so when those 80 people come in again, just let me know. Might get lucky, man. <laughs>
3: Oh, let's, let's leave, you know, people that might listen to this podcast, you know, it's something that is personal for me, you know, is there any way you can give some advice, you know, to help maybe pandemic proof some people or somebody that might, you know, need some tips on, you know, transitioning their business a little bit, you know, what maybe three tips could you give them right off the bat?
0: Man, uh, stay open-minded, look at what you're doing and try to think outside the box a little bit. Maybe you can sell a a different way, you know, and, and connecting with people across the internet, you know, using that in a positive way. Well, right. one of the things Love that it. you Perfect. said
1: to us yesterday that resonated with me is don't freaking give up.
0: Yeah, don't give up. You, yeah. you know, you, you, you literally <laughs> got to consider failure as, as not one of your options. Right. You know, and that's something they said in the space program. And, you know, maybe <laughs> people think it's corny or whatever. But, you know, maybe it's not. You know, you just you can't give up. You know, you got to find a way through it. Right. So, well, your yeah, story is awesome. It's one Thanks. of those uh,
1: American cool stories where you made yourself successful. I I kind of feel like we run that same scenario here.
2: Garage to where
1: we're at now.
4: Yeah. Mailroom to uh, Combat (laughs) Nutri.
2: Yeah. Great job, bud. Do we we
4: consider that a success?
2: Uh, I mean, it's definitely better than the fucking mailroom. Yeah.
4: I mean, USPS is tanking. Great job, buddy. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You don't thank me enough for this Listen, people love Combat Nutri, all right?
2: They did. You did a great job. Like yeah.
4: Crushing it.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. Well, I think that's all we got for today. Went way over, which normally happens, but especially So, of, I, had I, to record, so I had to record it. this
1: in the two episodes, so I'll have to mix it together. Uh, <laughs> oh, you just like set a limit. time limit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, oh,
2: thanks again. Hey, I appreciate it, new system. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank cheers. You. Cheers. Thank you. cheers.
4: Deuces. you. <sighs>